The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. I think we've now changed the question, really, from how restrictive do we need to be to for how long do we need to be restrictive. That's important. We've also taken the upside bias off. We have included a risk, by the way, a new risk, actually, which is really reflecting, obviously, sort of tragic events in the Middle East and the impact that can have through the, the Red Sea effects. Um, so I think now the question is for us is really is for how long do we need to maintain this stance going forwards? As I, you know, I've said a number of times, we're not going. You know, we're not making predictions at this point. Um, we're, we're setting up the framework. The things that we think are important to look at really haven't changed actually. So services, inflation, aspects of the labour market, you know, the domestic drivers of inflation, because these global shocks. I think you know, we're now seeing the disinflation side of the global shocks. But Governor, is there a, a specific? Is it wage growth? Is there something specific in the set of numbers that you look at that will give you the impetus to cut? Well, I think a number of things. I mean, services inflation, I mean, it's still at 6.4%, so it's still you know, well above anything that you know, I would say is consistent with us consistently meeting the target, first of all. I think with wage growth, we have seen the official measure come down. It's below where we thought it would be. Open question, really, as to whether that was a sort of bit of an adjustment of some anomalies in that index or whether that really is you know, a, a, a move. But it doesn't, it's now in line with the other things we look at. Again, you know, they're above, frankly, levels that are consistent with, with hitting the target. But I think the important thing there is to say, look, you know, inflation has come down a long way, headline inflation. I would expect, and it's going, we think it's going to come down further in the short Is that thanks to the Bank of England policy? Well, I think, well... Two things there. First of all, I think the, ma it, it, the major driver of that is the disinflation side of the global shocks. What Bank of England policy has done, and I've been saying this some time, I think, is to prevent it becoming domestically embedded, tend to call the second round effects. That's what, and, and we always said that's what we can do. We can't stop global shocks. You know, I wish, obviously we all wish we could stop wars, but we can't in that sense through monetary policy. So you know, our job is to stop it becoming embedded. Uh, Governor, so Jay Powell yesterday pushed back against expectations for a March rate cut. Markets are pricing in some kind of cut in May or June. Is that fair? Well, I think markets, I, th I think, are responding to the fact, again, that we have been, yeah, we've now set out, in a sense, our framework and said, you know, if the question for us is for how long. I think markets are coming up with their own answer to that, which, of course, they will, and that's quite reasonable. Our forecast, of course, is conditioned on their view, but it's not our only judgment, and we will decide now meeting by meeting. Governor, why are you so afraid of actually committing to a cut next time? Is it because you're worried about inflation coming back? Are you worried about you know, the budget um, that's coming up in March, or are you worried about having to reverse course? Well, there are really two reasons, actually. One is that was the evidence. We, we always want to see the evidence. And you know, the world is, and the second is the world is a, still a fairly uncertain place. There are you know, still things going on in the world which, you know, I would say are not the normal course of events in the world and can have quite big effects. And so we want to see how these, you know, how these influence you know, the, you know, the, the, the evidence that is vital to us. Like an insurance policy. It, it, 
it, it's a question really of being too soon to conclude that we're on that sustained path uh, to target. But I hope we'll be there, you know, for long. Do you think that the, the UK was in a recession in, in the last couple of months of 2023? Well, we don't have a recession in the forecast we've published today. Frankly, it's, it's in the balance, I think, you know, because you, know, you, you can have small margins either way. Um, we don't actually have a recession. I, and I think I, I would just emphasize perhaps a point that's even more important. I think there are clear signs with the indicators in the UK that we've seen some pickup in indicators really around the turn of the year and going through January. So, you know, I think that's a positive signal. And that's why it helps to explain why in our projections, our forecast, we've actually got a gradual pickup in growth. But it's quite difficult to explain to someone who, who needs to decide whether to remortgage or not given everything seems to be really hanging on a balance. How would you describe the economy? Well, I think we are seeing still subdued growth, but we're seeing some signs of a pickup in activity. I think we've seen we actually stronger, and I'm pleased about this, than we expected, household real incomes. Unemployment has not risen as, as we thought it would. That's good news, obviously, as well. Uh, and those things are you know, now being reflected through into what we see as a, a gradual pickup in economic activity uh, going forwards. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com.